Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Tragedy is usually just around the corner, often arrives when we can't see the truth or can't handle the truth. When Napoleon sent an international army to invade Russia in 1821, a tactical withdrawal from defending forces. So the people who were defending tactically withdrew to stretch out the invasion's timetable. And that created complications. Napoleon's officers tried to give him the whole story. But Napoleon couldn't see the truth. He couldn't handle the truth. When officers told Napoleon about supply shortages or desertions, Napoleon responded by publicly scolding and or demoting that officer. As you might imagine, then the officers couldn't handle that truth about Napoleon either. They didn't want to live or die with the consequences of this perceived failure, right? It's not their fault. So what happened? Well, Napoleon's officers, as you might imagine, began exaggerating troop strength and readiness. And the rest, as they say, is history. Napoleon's campaign failed. Tragedy often arrives when we can't see the truth or handle the truth. In today's gospel reading from John chapter 1 that you just heard, Christ calls Philip and Nathaniel, who is also known as Bartholomew, in case you're confused about that. And Jesus first calls Philip, right? Saying to him, follow me, and as Christ's words often do, those words accomplish what they say right away. And Philip goes and does what an apostle does. He finds Nathanael and gives Nathanael the best news ever. We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. Right. This is how um, a Jew would describe the scriptures. Right. There's three distinct uh, three distinct things that they would divide. But law and the prophets uh, the other are the writings, but law and the prophets of uh, the Old Testament. We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Christ's words accomplish what they say. Philip not only proclaims an extraordinary truth to Nathaniel, Philip believes the words that he speaks, right? From Christ's call. He believes that the entire Old Testament points and will be fulfilled in Jesus. And he hasn't even seen the whole story yet. But with this extraordinary truth that he reveals to Nathaniel, Philip also reveals an ordinary truth. Seemingly ordinary. Jesus is from Nazareth. He's the son of Joseph. And so Nathaniel, who was also known as Bartholomew, asks a question. Can anything good come from Nazareth? And with good reason. 
something this good, something this wonderful. Nazareth should be mentioned somewhere in the Old Testament. It ain't. The insignificant town of Nazareth never appears. Not just in connection with the Christ. And how would Nathaniel know that? Well, he was sitting under a fig tree. And we can surmise, it's not for sure, but probably studying the scriptures. Fig trees often were used by rabbis and students to study the Bible, the scriptures, uh, because they provided a lot of good shade. So you can't go to the mat for that, but maybe. Of course, you and I know that even with the Old Testament scriptures, and that's all that would be written at this point, right? Makes sense. The New Testament events are still unfolding. Even with all of the Old Testament scriptures, Nathaniel would not yet have the whole story, the whole truth. The New Testament story. The New Testament narrative. Right? That Jesus was actually born in Bethlehem. The Old Testament does talk about that. That Mary conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, yet not to be written. Angels herited Jesus' birth to lowly shepherds, not yet to be written. Simeon celebrates Jesus' appearance in the temple. And later on, Gentiles, Magi, come worshiping he who is born King of the Jews. The very things that we just celebrated. All those wonderful things from Christmas and then the epiphany is not yet known to Nathaniel. Tragedy often arrives when we can't see the truth or handle the truth. And there is so much more truth for Nathaniel to learn. There is so much more truth for Nathaniel to learn about Jesus. Instead of overwhelming Nathaniel with details, right? And we don't even know the specific details that Philip knew in this moment. There is simply an invitation from Philip to Nathaniel and by extension from Christ to Nathaniel, come and see. And Jesus, as we would come to expect, does not disappoint. Jesus sees Nathaniel coming toward him and says of him, behold, An Israelite indeed. That's a good compliment. That's a big compliment. And then he says, in whom there is no deceit. Even better. Wonderfully, our Lord predicts that Nathaniel, the one who balked at the idea of Jesus of Nazareth being the promised one, and that Nathaniel stands among the true Israel, Because he will come to know and believe the one true God and whom he has sent, Jesus Christ. And Jesus also predicts that Nathanael will speak the truth, the whole truth about Jesus to others. And Nathanael's thinking, what? How can you say such things? Personal things, wonderful things, unexpected things. You've just met me. Jesus has just met Nathaniel. How can you know? How do you know? You don't know me. 
Nathanael says to Jesus, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Oh, yes. Jesus knew Nathanael, all right. And he didn't use the Internet or a detective agency or some other underhanded means to find out. In his divinity, Jesus knew Nathanael and everything about Nathanael. Much, much more, of course, than when he sat under a fig tree for his call. When um, Philip informed him about Jesus. But this piece of information is enough for Nathanael. He answers, Jesus, Rabbi, which means teacher, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Christ's words, Christ's call accomplish what they say. The faith that Philip proclaims is the faith that Nathaniel now believes. So, yes, Nathaniel comes to know Jesus as a teacher, but much more. There's two messianic titles that he uses here. He, he proclaims that Jesus is the promised Messiah. He is the promised king. He is the one sent from God. But Nathaniel still doesn't have the whole story. And Jesus basically tells him, guess what? You haven't seen anything yet. Because I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe you will see greater things than these? Yes, he will. And we can have a long list, right? But let's just take what happens right after this. Right after this in John's narrative, right? Guess what happens right after this in John's narrative? Right after these words and this exchange between Philip and Nathaniel and Jesus. Uh, John records Jesus at the wedding in Cana and changing water into wine and the disciples believed in him. And again, there's more. So much more. There is so much more that Jesus will teach Nathaniel. So much more that Nathaniel will see. And Jesus even promises something Quite surprising. I say to you, truly, truly, double. You will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Uh, the heavens rent asunder. There is something extraordinary about Jesus. There's many things. But one of the things that we have to celebrate and realize is that unlike Nathaniel, and unlike you or me, Jesus knows the whole story. He knows the whole truth, right? He does. He is the full truth. First, Jesus knows God and is God, right? He knows the Father. He knows the Holy Spirit. He knows God and is God. John begins his gospel by telling us this. No one has ever seen God, uh, the Father, the only God who is at the Father's side, that is Jesus, He has made Him known. Right? He has made Him known. He knows the whole story. He knows God. He knows the Father intimately. And not only does Jesus know the whole truth and story about the Father, Jesus knows His own narrative. He knows what is expected. He knows what's going to happen 
And he embraces it all, joyfully, willingly. Even though, for him, that truth means agony, right? Agony on the cross. The sting of physical death. The torment of spiritual death. All of it. Even if it means that Israel would engage in falsehood, right? Not true Israel. Engage in falsehood. To put him on trial and to have him put to death. Even if it means that those descended from Israel would no longer be part of Israel because they don't have the faith of Israel. Jesus still preaches and teaches the truth, the whole story. And if this isn't enough to bring you confidence and comfort, Jesus also knows you and your whole story too. Just like he knew Nathaniel, right? Just like he knew Nathaniel. We might not know much about Nathaniel, even when we have the Bible. The disciple Bartholomew is only mentioned in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, in the lists that name all the disciples. That's not a lot of real estate, right? We have little de idea, a little idea about him except for John's account. That you just heard. How do we know that they're the same man? Uh, in the listing of the disciples, uh, they're always always paired with Philip. Always paired with Philip. In John's account, Philip and Nathaniel paired together, as you heard. We don't know much about Nathaniel, but Jesus did, and Jesus does. Jesus knows of the faith in Nathaniel's heart as a true Israelite. Of course, Jesus knows that because. God had planned it before the foundation of the world, and Jesus has had planted it uh, by the power of his word. Jesus knew Philip would be one who would proclaim and tell all that Jesus would do and teach despite the cost. We have no details in the Bible, you say. Well, traditions tell us that Bartholomew has been linked to the ministry of Philip. He escaped crucifixion at one time, set for him and Philip, and preached in India. And some scholars say, well, India was a name that was applied indifferently to all sorts of different places. Arabia, Ethiopia, Libya, Parthia, Persia. Uh, many traditions link Bartholomew, Nathaniel, to Armenia uh, between Iran and the former Soviet Union. After converting many there, tradition says he supposedly was flayed alive. And then beheaded. But. That's not the end of the story. It's not the whole story. We'll get to that. Jesus knows you too. Right? He knows your whole story. Jesus knows all of his disciples. And his I know my sheep, right? And my sheep know me. Jesus knows you. He is the one through whom all things are created, including you. He knows the numbers of hairs on your head, right? 
I'm glad I don't have that chart for me, you know. He knows all the details of your life. All those things from your past. All those things that will be. And yes, Jesus knows the painful truth of living in a sinful world. He knows your cares and concerns. They don't ever escape his notice. He knows the pain and sorrow and regret you carry. He knows the sins that haunt you. He knows the shame that keeps you in the shadows. He knows. And he promises. In this world, you will have trouble. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome pain and sorrow. He has overcome sin and shame. He has overcome death and damnation. And he wants you to know that truth. And believe it. And he empowers you to know that truth. And believe it. Because tragedy often comes when we can't see the truth or handle the truth. By his gospel he does. Jesus has chosen you just like he does all of his disciples. Now, even though Philip seems to claim credit, we have found Jesus makes clear that he calls, gathers, and enlightens all his disciples by the power of the Holy Spirit. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide, the fruit of faith, right? Our Lord has brought you into his kingdom and joined you to himself in holy baptism. By his word and sacraments, he has made you a true Israelite. Think about that. One who believes, like Nathaniel, in the true God and the one whom he has sent. By this same means, God has given you perfect righteousness, the righteousness imparted to you in Christ. He has given you that righteousness. Think about that. He has given you the righteousness of the true Israelite in whom there is no deceit, none at all. That is yours. It is imparted to you. But just like for Nathaniel, our Lord promises that's not the whole story, right? I told you we would get to that. This isn't a mistake. You, you will see greater things than this, right? When the Lord takes you to be with himself and you see him in his full glory and angels and archangels and all the company of heaven around the throne. When our Lord returns, when he comes with all of his angels, when he dwells among us in his full glory and we with him in ours, we will see angels ascending and descending. We will join angels, archangels and all the company of heaven. Indeed, all the true Israel in now living in the truth of the whole story. One of glory and an eternity of confessing the same things that Nathaniel did. That Jesus truly is the Son of God, the King of Israel, one with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen.
Now may the peace which surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.